Chris is going to chase it down out front to Arden. He scores! Jason Arden has scored! And the Devils have won the cup! Kuba back to Zabanajad. He shoots. Save Hellebuck. He was screened by Kreider. He scores! Artemi Panarin! Across to Panarin. Deflected score! Mika Zabanajad! Pop guys, welcome to the Shaved Ice Podcast, a brand new hockey podcast. Uh, it's myself, Spencer Reyes, Eric Post, and Brian Donahue. I'm gonna be honest, I just got into hockey about a week not a week ago, Jesus, a year and a half ago to like two years ago. So I'm not a fanatic. You can't call me fanatic, like I am with other sports. We do have a Dells fanatic, that's Eric, and unfortunately, a Rangers fanatic, and that is Brian. So we're kind of kind of outnumbering you, but you know. Who knows? Maybe in the future we'll throw somebody else on here that knows about the Rangers. Yeah, I heard our friend Nemo's a big Rangers fan, so you, we might pop him on, you know, help out Brian's cause. If only he can hear that. Yeah. <laughs> if only he actually cared about hockey, too. For those of you who don't yeah. know, Nemo doesn't know a lick about hockey. <laughs> All right, so I figured the basically the premise of this podcast we got, like I said, Yankees. Oh, yeah, Yankees. Wow. I'm really in baseball mode today. I'm not going to lie. I just finished my baseball podcast about like four or five hours ago. But regardless, this is Rangers, kind of like versus Devils-esque, the Raritan um, River v- Valley rivalry. There you go. That, that's a lot. Not exactly. It's the Hudson River vi- rivalry, but we'll accept it. All right. I guess. Eat my butt, Eric. Hard, hard, hard time saying rivalry. We are recording at 12.44 a.m. for those who don't know. I wanted to go to sleep. Eric decided to take a long time to come home. So here we are at 12.44, almost 1 a.m. But we got this. Anyway, take two, kind of. All right, so Shave Lace Pod. Basically, it's going to be Rangers kind of like versus Devils and the Hudson River rivalry, right? Um, and I'm going to be a little mediator as these two usually go on for hours and hours. But we're going to shrink it down to like 30 minutes. Usually, they argue a lot. But we're going to try to shrink it down a little bit. Should we start with some, like, intros? I mean, yeah. How we got into hockey, maybe? Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. All right, well, my name's Eric. Uh, I kind of got born into into the uh, hockey world. I was born during the 2001 Cup playoff run. Unfortunately, I lost that, so I'm kind of feeling like I'm a jinx for the rest of my life. But, um, yeah, my uncle kind of got the whole family into it. You know, it's kind of something that just runs in our blood and – yeah, I've been a Devils fan ever since. Just got back from the second game of the season. Went to the home opener in this game. So far, looking pretty good. Hopefully, that stays, you know, somewhat true past four games into the season. Uh, but yeah, that's that's all I got. I'm Brian. I'm a Rangers fan. Unfortunately, uh, 
<laughs> You're like barely a Devils fan. Hey, I mean, Me? yeah. Uh, yeah, I got into uh, hockey because of my family, too. I was more or less born into it. Uh, I'm not as big into hockey as my cousins are. That's because they're, they're more in the, in the playing world of that type. But in my immediate family, I am the, the biggest hockey guy. It's good. Everyone loves a little hockey. Yeah, everyone's got a little hockey in them. You know? Even Nima sometimes. But, uh, yeah, so obviously I'm Spencer, like I said before. Robbie is happy with the Rangers. That's the only thing Nima cares about. Um, as you guys know, I'm Spencer. I have a lot of podcast experience, not a lot of hockey experience, like I said. I messed up before saying I only knew it for a week, but I actually know it for about a year and a half to two years. Uh, transitioned to being a Devils fan, mostly because I was able to get $5 tickets, and my neighbor, Nick McTie, shout out to Nick for getting me into the sport. Yeah, uh, Eric, getting a little more de- – they're not $5 anymore. They're a lot more expensive. But Unfortunately. there was a span where Nick and I went to, like, three games in a week and almost went to the fourth one, but we didn't go because we were we, – we, I'm going to be honest. We cheaped out. It was a $25 ticket. We spent all that money throughout the week to go to three. So, like, why pay the same amount to go to the fourth one? You just feel like garbage. Anyway, that was, like, 2018, 2017, yeah, maybe even 19. The price you get the average Rangers ticket. Yeah, I don't want to. That's know a how problem for everybody, cost. dude. No one wants to go to MSG for that price. I mean, Jesus, it's insane. But I, I, got- I was talking about with you guys the other day how much uh, Henrik Lundqvist jersey retirement night is. I think the, oh my god, the worst, the worst tickets were, and the, those are in the upper upper bowl, are one ninety uh, a ticket, and that's before dude, that's taxes. Nuts. I'm sorry, nuts, I wouldn't dude. pay that for any 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 arena. I don't care. <laughs> That's why I'm not going. Like I'm a big Mets fan. I still won't pay over like seventy dollars for a Mets ticket. Like it has to be like you have to pay all five. some crazy amount, like or a crazy game. Then I'll maybe I'll go like 86, 90, but including fees, nothing higher than that. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like you go to Devils games when they play the Rangers, and mm-hmm. everyone's always like, Oh, Devils don't have fans. Look at it, it's it's mostly blue. It's just, they can't afford to get into their own arena. Like I, I don't blame them. Like they pad stacks the tickets. Fan, I'd be coming here too. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, same thing Orioles fans feel when Yankees go there, right? I mean, Orioles yeah, have a it's same kind of thing. similar where both teams have a big fan base, but they get bought out when a bigger fan base comes in to a smaller arena. It's true. Stadium, whatever you want to call it. But so I, I just we'll do a little injury report. We'll transition to call it's called We Got Ice. It's a little segment. You know, I add some little sounds in here. We'll see. I can dabble with. But uh so th- it has changed the past couple of days. But for those that don't know about hockey. Um, they don't really specify the exact part of the exact ligaments or the grade of the strains um, due to the fact that hockey is, is a very – it's athletic, but it's also a hardcore sport. They will target that body part on purpose to make sure that player is out if they know it's that ankle. Um, it, it's happened before. But regardless, for New Jersey Devil, the New Jersey Devils, we got Miles Wood, left winger. He's on the IR. Uh, with lower body, like I said, they don't really give that much info. It was upper body two weeks ago. Now it's lower body. They're not going to really tell us that much. Ty Smith, defenseman, is undisclosed injury. Don't even know. I mean, if you guys want to fill in at any point. And then Mackenzie Blackwood, now the goalie, he has a heel injury. Yeah. Uh, something else to look out for. Um, you know, Damon Severson came off the IR today, played his first game, had his first goal of the season. And unfortunately, um, Jack Hughes looks to be – Possibly heading to the IR. Um, you know, that's about a week on the on the uh, injured reserve list. But he took a pretty pretty big hit today during the game. Um, 
from my like limited knowledge of like what could happen, I I would like to say it might be like a collarbone issue. But like we said, you know, it's going to come down to just being like an upper body injury. He's day to day right now. I can see him being out for hopefully only a couple games. Um, Ty Smith looks to be back possibly by the weekend. Yeah. Um, and Mackenzie Blackwood with him, he had ankle surgery over the off season, was feeling good. Um, and he's conditioning now, which is a good sign. He probably won't play until we go back on the road. Um, it, it's just about getting him back to game speed. And Jonathan Bernier is playing really, really well without him there. So as long as we can keep a consistent backup, um, almost like a 1A, 1B starter, uh, I think the Devils are fine in that. So, you know. So I, I do got to ask, since you were at that game, I was at the first game with you. Um, so Bernier really didn't get that many shots against him. So, like, statistically, yes, he had a lot of shots on goal um, against him. But as we discussed we were at the game, it kind of a lot of ground balls, like in a baseball kind of sense, where it was just easy to block. Like, was it the same situation with Seattle? Or were we looking at, did they lift the puck at all? Or Yeah, I mean, and I credit that to the defense. And, like, mm-hmm. In in a, in a perfect world, they don't really have that many high danger shots. I don't know the advanced analytics of it, like what he mm-hmm. saw today, but most shots, our defense are clearing the screens off of him. Um, a couple got by him. I think the final score was like three two. So yep. that's not bad. I think his um, a, a couple shots he could have saved, but at the end of the day, you know he's not perfect. Um, yeah, it wasn't really anything crazy, though. So that's a good thing. Our defense has really stepped up over the past few years. Especially with not really having a defense almost at all. Yeah. From my understanding, for the past five years. Big yeah, that's jump. true. That's true. But now let's switch over to the Rangers because we cannot be a biased podcast. Got to let Brian talk a little bit. But they only got two injuries so far, knock on wood. But they are pretty key injuries, in my opinion. Capo Caco, right winger, upper body from Sunday's game. And Brian Strom is out with covid the center. Yeah, I mean, uh, Capo Caco, um, I believe they said shoulder, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Okay. So that they said he's day-to-day, week-to-week. Um, so there's no real timeline. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ryan, Ryan Strom just has to get two negative COVID tests uh, in order to return. So, I mean, that, that could be any amount of time. And who knows how he'll be after that. You know, uh, the um, what you call it? The COVID effects are a real thing. Like af- being after COVID, real thing. Uh, I know Blackwood had it last year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it hit him bad. Yeah, I was like, he he struggled. The whole returning. team struggled. It yeah, was like yeah, they had was- some kind of promise in a shortened season, and it got shot down immediately as soon as they all got hit with COVID. The biggest you- thing is that like you don't have, especially in a shortened season, you don't have time to recover. Like the Devils. Mm-hmm. It's now officially one week through the regular season. They've played two games. Yep. Last year, they only had, from the time they got back from COVID, they had one break of more than one day in between games. And mm-hmm. you have Mackenzie Black with taking the entire load because we didn't have Crawford um, or Bernier at the time. So he had to take the entire load of the season. And it was tough, especially coming back from COVID. He wasn't 100%. So he had some really, really bad numbers. And I'm looking for a bounce back year from him too. So. I mean, as far as my understanding is the Rangers side of point, they've been doing really, really well without those key players at Kako and Strom. Um, I know rankings don't mean too much right now, only like four or five-ish games in the season. But um, they were or are right now sixth place in the Metro, 
Oh, excuse me. That's New Jersey. My fault. Third place the in the Metro. Third right now. Third place in the Eastern Conference League and sixth in the NHL. They lead a lot of different stats, and that is due to Mika breaking off this season, having another breakout season for himself. Yeah, I mean, hopefully yeah, he stays uh, healthy. Yeah, I mean, he, he just got paid, but I, I would argue that the Rangers had, had sort of a rough start to the season. The first two games, they didn't mm-hmm. didn't look great, uh, especially the first game. First game, they looked god-awful. Uh, I, I would mean, agree. They, they got utterly dominated by the Capitals. That's also because they, they tried to – to play tough and put, you know, a couple grinders out there. But that that's just – that's putting, you know, uh, Tenorti should, should have never, you know, been signed, first of all. But out there, you know, I don't, I don't know why James Tenorti started that game. I don't know why Alexander Yorgiev was starting a net at that game, uh, especially, you know, with the contract Igor had signed this past offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, you know – it it just didn't really make sense to me. Uh, he said, "Yeah, he signed a five point six uh, for four years, Igor." Uh, and I, I'm not looking to probably looking to trade Yorgiev this year, but that's you know throwing him throwing a uh, Yorgiev to the wolves more or less against the Caps is not the way to do it. But uh, I've been happy how Igor's played. Panarin has played well the past two games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mika's been playing well. Uh, so is Kreider. Uh, Kreider leads the team in goals, but yep. you know, granted, I a will, lot of those are tipping, but a goal's a goal. I mean, he's got three goals in four games. That's yeah. not bad. I will say, I will say this like, I plan on ripping into the Rangers as much as I can. I will say, right now, I don't have much gripe with them. I have one issue that we'll talk about later, and I think Brian can figure it out. That doesn't have to do necessarily with like the team they have right now, but. Players that should be on the team, I think. Um, wow. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Daniel but... Chara. No, what? not. <laughs> um, no, I, I think. Yeah, no, I, I think that they have a really good hire at head coach. Like, I really wanted Gallant when we got Lindy Ruff. Not that I'm not happy with Lindy Ruff right now. I am, but I wanted him. I think really good at developing teams. We saw that with the Panthers when he was with them, and the Golden Knights. Um, I think a lot of players that should be playing well, like Zavanajed, like Kreider, like Panarin, like Igor, are all having like good strong starts to the season. They had a you know a little bit of a rough rough patch the first two games. Like that Capitals game was rough, um, but since then, like they've been able to get points in every single one of their games, and that's important. Like you know, obviously the most the more points the better. Um, great overtime game against the Maple Leafs the uh, the other night, and. Yeah, you know, I'm. I personally like when both teams are good. Like, to me, it's not fun when the Devils are really good and the Rangers suck, or when the Rangers are really good, the Devils suck. It's not fun. Like, I love that rivalry. Like, it's what makes the sport, you know, what it is. So, seeing that both teams right now are are going in in a good direction, a positive direction, you know, leaves a lot of good help, hope for the uh, for the two clubs. And I think a lot of that young talent is starting to break through and start to shine with the Devils as well. I think the only thing that hurt the Devils so far, like you kind of said before, not playing enough games. So two games from, I think, what, Thursday to Sunday or Tuesday to Sunday, something like that? Yeah, they played Friday and they just played today. Um, we have a really, really like easy part of the first part of the schedule, a five-game homestand. And it's good and bad. You know, I, I would like to see us play a few more games just because, you know, 
we're two and zero right now. We're sitting at fifth in the division. Like division doesn't really mean anything. It's one week into the season, but mm-hmm. the more games, the better. But I think it helped us today against the uh, the Kraken. This was their fifth game of the season already. They played a tough game in Philly last night. Yep. Um, they, you know, it it gets tiring, and that's another good thing about having such a young team, like both the Devils and the Rangers. Like these guys have fresh legs. Like they're not they're not playing like the Islanders, who have an average age of probably over. Over 27 right now. So, you know, I mean, those players. We, we root for the two youngest teams in the NHL. Yeah. Like, I know the Devils yep. have, like, the youngest team. I know the Rangers are somewhere very close. I, saying, I think I they might be third. Two or three I would say, I think, yeah, I think they're third. But still, like. Speaking of, wait, speaking of the Rangers' youth, uh, TSN's insider trading has just reported on what uh, Adam Fox's camp is looking for in a possible extension from the Rangers. He's looking for, for a number that starts with a nine. See, I don't all, disagree with that. I'm saying that's a little cheap for him. All I'm saying is if compare it compared to what other defensemen are getting. Isn't the highest paid like eleven or is it thirteen? They've been up there's there's so many people getting overpaid right now. Like Seth yeah, Jones, like, nuts. Seth, oh, Seth yeah. Jones. I think I think he's a solid defender, but he doesn't have the offensive pr- uh, production that a Fox mm-hmm. and a McAvoy do. Zach uh in Zach uh Rowinski from Columbus. He he's good, but I don't know if he's you know same level as McCarr, McAvoy, and Fox. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. Offensively. See, so if if you get Adam Fox for anything under $10 million, I think it's an absolute steal. Uh, and I would sign Adam Fox to at more or less any years he wants. If he wants 10 years, I'd give him 10 years. Yes, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you see what having a number one defender does. Like, we've had Dougie now for – for two games and like you, you see the difference it makes. Like, don't get me wrong. We also have Ryan Graves, who I think is, was so undermined because of, you know, such a big signing like Dougie, but the defense, like he, he scored 17 seconds into his devil's career on his first shift, first shot. Yep. Like offensive defenseman is the way of the league now. And oh, without doubt. I, I mean, I think every uh, defenseman pairing should be an offensive defenseman with a defensive defenseman. Like exactly. Ryan Lindgren and Adam Fox uh, have been with each other since high school. Granted, they left each other in college. Neither of them got drafted by the Rangers. They just both so happened to end up on the Rangers. But they were in the Team USA camps together. They've known each other for a while and like each other. And for that, you know, to uh, Ryan Lindgren, uh, he's, you know, decent offensively, you know, for a defense. I mean, he's nothing crazy, but. He blocks shots. He he allows Adam Fox to uh, do what he does on offense because he knows he has Lindgren back there to help uh, stop the defender, uh, help uh, stop uh, the any attackers rather, not defenders. Speaking of blocking shots, I just like after the game today, like there's a few stats that I saw and like they really stood out to me. First one, Ryan Lindgren leading the league in blocks. <laughs> no. I mean, that's impressive, obviously, but Nico Heischer is playing amazing, and the stat sheets don't show it. Like, he's not putting up points like like other players have been, but he's been solid. Like, he played today. Like, let me see if I can bring it up real quick. He he was on the penalty kill the entire game. There was a couple of times we were down on a, on a 5v3. Um, a couple of times we were down just 4v5, and he let up no goals. Um, he's blocking shots. He had a, a huge block right at the end of the um, 
right at the end of the third period that led to our empty netter. Um, yeah, I, I see it here. He held Seattle scoreless for three and a half minutes, uh, 4v5 penalty kill, blocked the team leading four shots today. Um, he had three high danger chances, all in 22 minutes of ice time. Like he's he's playing like he deserves that C on his chest. And that's huge, I think, for the Devils because the better that one-two punch of having him and Jack Hughes is, the better their success is going to be. And speaking of Hughes, another like crazy stat, I think, is so far he's had 26 minutes of total ice, two games. He didn't even play a full game today. So he's played four periods. He has three more. He had four takeaways in seven minutes of ice time today. He had six on opening night. Right now he has a giveaway of like per 60 minutes rating of two and a half. And, you know, he, he has about 22 takeaways per 60 minutes. Obviously that's inflated, but he far and away leads the league and he hasn't even played two full games yet. Like he's doing the right things. Like he's, he's so much more confident in his game and hopefully he comes back from that injury soon because he's, he's putting this team in a, in a good direction. I'll say that. I mean, I just hope it's not traditional New Jersey devils fashion where he has to break his back carrying every single player. Hopefully not. We saw that with Hall when we went to, went to the playoffs last. I don't think it's going to be the case, but knock on wood, you don't know. So, Because just in general, New Jersey, New York sports suck with injuries. I don't know if it's the trainers. Is it because we have good pizza? Like, Is there something in the water that just, like, f- like for lack of it's better words, water. fucks with everybody? It's and- the water, dude. <laughs> They can't like function. There's like some metal in there. It's like Flint, Michigan kind of beat. Oh no! It, it's just terrible. Like the like every like even going to football. Saquon, you're gone. Daniel Jones, see you later. You go to the Mets. Lindor was gone forever. Baez comes on the team. You suck. You're gone. Everyone gets injured when you play in New York, and New Jersey. Like, I I don't know what it is. I am looking to become an athletic trainer. So if any of these teams want to hire me, you know. Yeah, you can injure no them promises, but like you know, hopefully, hopefully, I can uh, take care of some of these guys a little bit better than they are right now. Much worse. That's a great pitch. exactly. No, exactly. Help you do I your can't job. Do much worse. <laughs> I literally can just walk into any office, especially like the Yankees. I know this is like hockey, but I can just walk in there and be like, I can't be worse, and then leave. And like, I think I, I, it's good enough. You you could probably undercut them with your with the price too. You could be like, ah, exactly. <laughs> for half the price, I might not be certified. This well, might be illegal, but I can't be worse. So that's all I'll say. I mean, with that in mind, so I know a lot of people contribute injuries to the fact that seasons are too long. I know baseball, everyone's complaining, it's too long, make it shorter, do this, do that. But then you ruin chances for players to come up. And I know that's another aspect of hockey that you don't see – in football, basketball rarely happens. You get some old 38-year-old dude that I forgot his name, that he was balding from the Lakers. Huh? Yeah, Andre Ingram. Yeah, Andre Ingram. That he gets <laughs> called up. That's the one dude every five years. Oh, G League All-Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they get the hype up besides the Angelo Ball. But whatever. So I know hockey is similar to baseball in the fact where there's so many different minor league development leagues where these players need these extra games in order to perform and show their worth. So, like, do you think the season should be longer? Is it good at 82? Should we stay the same with basketball? Or are you shortening it up? I like the length of it. I Hockey is such a demanding sport, too, which is nuts. And they play, you know, not every day, but they are playing pretty consistent. Um, 
And, and it's weird because you don't really see as many injuries with hockey as you do with other sports. I don't know exactly why that is, but I think these guys are able to train long enough. And like when they play, like their shifts are short, like they're running like 30 second to 40 second shifts and then they're off the ice and then they come I'm back saying. on and off. So it's not like they're out there for 20 minutes at a time or like soccer, you're playing 45 minutes. So you don't really see those overwork um, injuries that other sports have. Yeah. I mean, usually when uh, someone's on the ice for more than like a minute, uh, they start putting a, a timer in the corner. Like, Oh, since uh, let's say Adam Fox left last got off the ice, <laughs> it's, uh, it's been like five minutes or whatever. Yeah. No, you don't really see shifts go past a minute. And if you do like, that's what they say. Like, you know, you better, you better get off quick. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess it's a big difference between hockey and most sports. Football, you're kind of stuck on there every single down. Probably you'd average at least half of the game. And then baseball, you're yeah. kind of just screwed. Your arms are just shot. There's no, no way around that. Like, you can't – you could rest it. You could be a Thor – like, you could try – you know, a guard, but keep eating steak, have a book club, and you can sit in, like, a, a bath of ice, but your arm is still not going to get better. Mm-hmm. That's coming from a Mets fan, too. <laughs> he sucks. Should we hit a little uh, random news around the NHL? I think there's I mean, a couple things some. we could talk about. I, I mean, I will say this. If you oh, look wait, at wait. standings, what's can up? We, can we start off with one thing uh, about a former Ranger? What's that? Uh, Pavel Buchnevich had his uh, meeting today. I saw that, he, yeah. He uh, decided to, uh, to headbutt someone last night. Oh. Yeah, no, uh, they got into it. Because uh, I have a fantasy hockey, and it says that uh, he had 20 penalty minutes. I was like, how on earth did he have Ooh. 20 minutes? <laughs> then I opened up Twitter, and I, I saw that he had he decided to headbutt. Yeah, no, he's out for, what is it, two games? Uh, possibly. He, he's, uh, he had the meeting today. and uh, I think the hearing came in already. Oh, it officially came in? I, I knew, yeah. I knew they hard. wanted to ban him for two games. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, two games. So that's another thing. Like, he's not the first player either. Like, in the past week that's been already banned for two games. Landis Gog, it happened to him. Somebody else, I forgot who, but Vander Kane I mean, got suspended. I'm saying Vander Kane. Hopefully, he figures himself out. I like. <laughs> I, I think he's a good hockey player, but he's got way too much going on. So you know, I hope the best. I hope he figures himself out. Yeah, I mean that I will, that that was just stupid. Yeah, no, it is. Like you, like there's no way around it. Yeah. You're a professional athlete, dude. You can't be like messing with that. Like at least pull a Kyrie and tell him that you're just not getting it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no there's no reason to to lie about it. Just, just be a man and tell the truth. Yeah. Just be like, I don't want to get it, and then not get it. No, don't <laughs> be like, oh, look at this one I have signed by. Uh, what was the what was the kid's name who who uh, acted as a doctor? Just lied about being a doctor. He was like fifteen. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know his name. Yeah, I mean that Evander Kid might as well have had that kid sign sign his yeah. uh, honestly nation card. So I will say this, like talking about like news around the NHL. We're in a bizarre league right now. Like I said, it's been one week, but if you look, who's at the top of the Atlantic division? Buffalo, Detroit. Who's at the bottom? Stanley Cup finalist Montreal, the Boston Bruins, Tampa Bay Lightning. Like there's so many, there's so many teams right now that are performing better than better than you expect. The Ducks, like they're they're towards the top. 
Um, Vegas is towards the bottom. I, I think, you know, I think some of these teams that have had a bad rep, they're starting to get some, uh, some younger guys coming in. They're playing, they're playing hungry. Um, and who knows, this might not last long. This might only last for another week or so before it starts to strain back out towards normal, but I, I don't know. I, I think, I think Buffalo has had some, some like headaches through the past couple, couple months with the whole Eichel situation and I mean, being able to focus. Route. Yeah, no, it is. I, I, I blame them for it, but starting to, I think they're starting to focus on who's on the ice and not who's off and it's working so far. I thought their goaltending was going to be a huge question mark and Right now, it doesn't look terrible. And I hope I'm not, I mean, I don't really care if I'm jinxing them, but, you know, I, I don't know when, I don't know how long it's going to last. Was there, out of the teams you mentioned right now, the only team that I think is going to stay where the, about where they are is Montreal, just because they have, you know, Shea Weber, who potentially mm-hmm. might not play hockey ever again, uh, sadly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Terry Price, who's out for a while. Uh, they lost Cote Tiemi. Yeah, um, uh, for, for yeah. just a, a joke, more or less, like an actual like they just went. Uh, we don't really care if you accept this or not. We'll give you a, a twenty dollar uh, signing bonus. He was like, "Yeah, okay. Carolina." I don't know what I, I don't know what their idea was with this offseason. Get rid uh, of your Calder finalist goalie. Get rid of his backup. Lose Dougie Hamilton and overpay for him. Just because, yeah. just because you can, like you offer sheeted him just because you can, and because of something from the past, like I, saying, I think this this isn't necessarily a dig at New Jersey, so I don't want you to take it as that. But I believe if they offered uh, him about what they offer, uh, Tiami, uh, maybe a little more, like in the seven mil range, I think he would have stayed with Carolina. Dougie, yeah. Um. Because Carolina, uh, yeah. had, obviously at the end of last season, we're closer to uh, winning a cup than you guys. Uh, it, it I don't think that's why he came here, though. Well, I, like, obviously, yeah, he wants to win a cup. But this I, is the first team. This is the first team where he's he has the opportunity to be the clear number one defenseman. Like, this is his team on defense. So he didn't have that when he was in Boston. He didn't have that when he was in um carolina like now it's his team and that's a big thing though like with him getting paid is can he be that number one defender that we paid him to be and so far it looks like it i love the way he pairs up with ryan graves um but yeah i I think there was other reasons as to like why he came over i think he saw how you know he saw what future we had here and like i think carolina right now is like on a better path but in the next couple years it might not be that way Uh uh-huh so I think there were some other other things going into that. So I'm glad he's here. I, you know, I can't say it any other way. I know Spencer's happy he's here. So. I mean, I got his jersey, well, and then all of a sudden, a minute later, scores a goal in 17 seconds, which is the Not number of the jersey that our friend wore, which I mispronounced and misspelled due to his not being uh, his ability or inability to not be able to spell. You know, he told me what to put. So I put it down. All of a sudden, he gets signature from Sharon Govich. Also, they signed <laughs> Dougie on my birthday, 28. I mean, come on. All these coincidences. It's just how it works, you know. Like, Jesus. Science. Science. Yeah. The science. All right. Well, that'll do it for us here at our season premiere 
podcast premiere of the Shaved Ice podcast. I did forget to mention, check out our Instagram, Shaved Ice Pod. Uh, check that out. Follow us. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. You know, if it's bad stuff, I'm probably just going to tweet back at you or Instagram you. Be like, hey, man, why are you saying that? You're crazy. If it's good stuff, man, you know, we're, we're in a good seating here. But we'll definitely see you next week. We'll get a nice little schedule going on. We'll pick a certain day and get some weekly podcasts out. Yeah. Sounds so, good. Yeah. Go Devils and uh, go Rangers every I day guess. that doesn't end in a Y. But <laughs> have a good one. We'll see you guys next week.